Thank you so much. Trust you're finding this vision series helpful and encouraging, giving you fresh faith for the future. We started uh, a month ago by that wonderful looking back to our 28-year history. And although God had given us this word to think big, uh, when we look around at what God has done in just one city and one region, I don't think we could have imagined the incredible things God has done, the lives that have been transformed, and the amazing people that he's added to us. But I've got good news for you. The mission and the ministry that God has entrusted us with has gone beyond one city and one region, and now into Cambridge, into Leicester, getting ready for launching into London. And also, by the grace of God, we've started to seeing an influence into the nation beginning to spill over into Europe and into other nations too. Aren't you glad that God has called us to go further out and that together we can really make a difference. We can really partner together for purpose. For those of you who've been around last few weeks, you'll know that we've been focusing in on this word for 2020, the call to turn the church inside out, to keep gathering, but also to go out and live as kingdom ambassadors, sort of as it were where we are in our neighborhoods, the places we live, work, and play. And we've used this wonderful Old Testament picture from Ezekiel 47 of the river of God flowing from Jerusalem, the temple flowing down um, into the Dead Sea, bringing life and health and blessing. But in one sense, the Ezekiel picture is a local picture. Because uh, if you were to go uh, directly from Jerusalem to the nearest point on the Dead Sea, it's around about 25 miles, so it's not that far. And, you know, there's, there's a sense in which we are called to allow the river of God to flow from inside us, the new temple of God, to flow out locally, as it were. But guess what? God isn't just interested in our neighborhoods. He's interested in the nation and the nations too, because he's the God of the whole world. And so as well as our call to go inside out, today I want to unpack a bit about what it means all together as a Kingsgate Church family, reaching further out, inside out and now further out. And I want to just land for a moment on another river picture. It's a development of Ezekiel. It's in a later prophecy by a guy called Zechariah. And in Zechariah 14 verse 8, it says this, on that day... Living water will flow out from Jerusalem, half of it to the Dead Sea, and half of it west to the Mediterranean Sea. In other words, the river of God is going to flow into the Dead Sea, but it's also going to flow, and it's symbolic again, going to the Mediterranean. In other words, it's going to flood the whole nation, but in the Jewish mind, the Mediterranean was opening up to the Gentiles, to the other nations of the world. In other words, God's river is going to flow locally, but it's also going to go globally. And it's going to flow from the people of God. And so no surprise when Jesus comes as the Son of God. He came to establish the kingdom of God first in um, the nation where he was born. But he came basically to bring the gospel to the whole earth. We know that, don't we? And then he died, he rose again, and before he's about to go to heaven, he prepares his followers, he gives them what we know as the Great Commission, and it's still the Great Commission. If you want to know what your ultimate purpose in life is other than knowing God, 
loving God and loving people, it's this. It's called the Great Commission. It appears in a number of uh, parts of the New Testament. I want to just use the Acts version. This is it, Acts 1.8, because it relates to the Spirit. It says, you receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. In other words, we are now the new temple of God. We need to allow the Spirit of God, the river of God, to flow out from us to where we now live and where we reside in all our different locations. But don't stop there. Let it go out to your region. Let it go out to the nation. And let it go out ultimately to the ends of the earth. That's our destiny and calling as individual believers and as a church family. Ends of the earth. And so what I want to do is I want briefly today to kind of look at what does it mean for us to go further out as a whole church family. And I've got some encouraging uh, things to share, some great video footage of some of what we're currently doing, but also I want to build faith and expectation for what the Lord wants us to do in the next four years. And I very much believe these next four years are going to be critical preparation for decades Ahead. So let's look at these four areas. What does it mean for us to go further out? Number one, it means we're committed to see breakthrough, say breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough in our existing four Kingsgate centers. See, 28 years ago, the word think big was for us to think big and try and break through in one city. And there's lots more, I believe, days of breakthrough that God wants in Kingsgate Peterborough. Can I have a large amen? in our city and our region. But also now we're called to think big and we want to see breakthrough into Cambridge, into Leicester, and as we launch into London too. And we believe we're called in this season to be faithful stewards of what God is calling us to do and actually focus in on seeing breakthrough in what now is a total reach of about 10 million people. How many think that's plenty to keep us going on with? And I thought, you know, as we're talking about other centers, it'd be good just to get a bit of an update about what's actually going on and some of the future plans for breakthrough in the other centers. So please watch this. I love Cambridge. It's a fantastic city with an amazing heritage. It's a small city, about 130,000 people, of which nearly 25,000 are actually students. So you've got a city with an international feel, but also, although it's small, it's got a huge global influence. People come to it from all over the world. They go back into areas of science and technology. And some of the things they do affect things right across the world. It's a wonderful place to be. Kingsgate Cambridge is just over six years old. And it feels like we're taking early steps. Um, it's a really healthy place, though. When anyone comes on a Sunday, one of the first things they say is there's such a great sense of family here. You know, we've got people from many nationalities and, and all ages. We're also growing. It's a place where people's lives are being changed. We're seeing marriages restored, physical healing, people being saved, um, young people finding purpose and direction. I want to see a season of accelerated growth within the church, both in the city and in the region. That sense of families growing, more of, of God at work in people's lives and more people being saved but also particularly amongst the students. In a city that values the intellect highly, and there's nothing wrong with that, we, we, we want to equip them to be people who are carriers of the presence of God, because we know it's the presence of God that changes 
people's lives and to see them sent into places of significance and influence, not just in the UK, but in other countries too. Well, Leicester is a very special uh, city for me. It's a city where I was raised. Uh, the thing I love about Leicester is that it's wonderfully diverse. Uh, people come from all different uh, nations and backgrounds and cultures. In fact, Leicester is the first city outside of London where the majority of people who live in the city come from ethnic minority backgrounds. Kingsgate Leicester has been going now for, for three years and uh, already uh, the people who form part of this church community reflect the wonderful diversity of uh, the city. We have people from all ages, all different backgrounds as well. So that's been a real joy to see. We've got a vibrant uh, student and young adult community that's already quickly established. Uh, we've got an amazing children's ministry as well. The children's team leader is doing a fantastic job. Children are bringing their parents to church on a Sunday, which is amazing. And also the ministry as well. You know, in a city where there are so many different faiths, we have already seen God move in a miraculous way. Uh, in signs and wonders, people being healed, specific words of knowledge, week in, week out, being responded to. So that's really encouraging. Well, there are two specific things to pray for for Kingsgate Leicester. Uh, firstly, in a recent survey, only 2% of those who live in Leicester said that they would regularly attend a church service. So we want to pray for that percentage to go up over the next four years. Also, we believe that we're a church for the city and for the region. So for that to happen, uh, we believe that we're called to be in the city centre for our Sunday services. So do pray for God to open up a door for us to have that city centre location. Well, for the next four years in Leicester, I'm really believing for us to move from the foundational years to the breakthrough years. I'm believing for us to move from incremental growth to breakthrough growth people from all different backgrounds, races, cultures and religions coming to know Jesus, making Jesus famous in this wonderful, unique, eclectic city. Well, I love being part of the, the Kingsgate London launch team. It's an incredibly uh, diverse and influential global city. Uh, 8.6 million people live in the, in the greater London area. And, and just to give you a sense of the, the scale of the place, uh, in one square mile, 1% of the UK's workforce goes to work there every day. So it's just a staggering place. Bustling, transient, diverse, hundreds of thousands of students, very young city, very multicultural. Uh, so it's a real privilege to be uh, part of what God is doing there. Well, we launched Life Groups in September uh, 2015. We started off with a great core of people and that core has continued to grow. Uh, what's been really exciting is how uh, the core is now London-based. There are people living and working in London, friends of friends, people who are connected perhaps to other centres, but also people who have just heard about us through uh, people who are already there. So it's exciting to see that core grow uh, in the centre of London. In October um, of 2016, we started having celebrations every six weeks or so. And so since October, we've had three celebrations. Well, over this next season, we're really believing for God to continue to build the core of Kingsgate London, really believing that the right people are going to be added in, uh, that the great sense of family and community is going to grow together and great relationships are going to be formed. Um, and we're also believing that our missional reach is going to be extended, um, both in workplaces and where people live, that there will be a great outreach into the different communities of the diverse city, but also that on our Wednesdays and on our Saturday celebrations, we're going to see um, more people coming along as they're invited and, and brought into the Kingsgate family. 
So please do pray for us in this early season. Pray that God will build the core. Pray that community will be strong and healthy. And pray that our, our missional reach will extend far beyond ourselves into the far reaches of the global city that we're based in. And pray that we'll be a people of influence in a city of influence. Amen. Lots to be encouraged about. I'm sure you'd agree, but all agree, lots still to do. <clears throat> we want, so we want to help work together, pray together, give together, serve together over the next four years and really believe for each of the centers to take some radical next steps in breaking through to the next level. But we don't want to stop there because although that is our current mandate over the next four years, we also sense the next four years are going to be a time of learning, strengthening our leadership, our resources, getting more wisdom, so that, number two, this is our second focus for 2020, we want to continue to build a one church in many locations model ready for future multiplication. You're probably aware that we are one church in <clears throat> these four centers, and, what, and the way we work is that we have got one overall vision one set of values, if you like, one Kingsgate DNA, one wider family, but also we've got local leadership teams on the ground, and we want to empower them to break through and reach their areas where they are. And we believe that what God is going to give us are more resources, you say amen, more leaders, more wisdom, more faith, so that from 2020 and beyond, we can start multiplying further and faster into other key UK cities and centres and beyond. Can I have an amen? amen. And that's not just uh, something we think, we've sensed it for a while, but also over the, even just recent years, we've had a number of key prophetic words from um, outside ministries who've actually spoken of that wider call. I trust you'll be inspired and encouraged just for us to remind you of these. Please watch this. I believe that you're at the early stages of your journey. God wants to speak this over you. Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. For you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in their desolate cities. And I believe God wants to say you are a mother and father to cities and nations. Nations are waiting for you. Cities, people are waiting for you to come. I could hear the sound of thousands and thousands of people who are going to be coming in to this church. And I believe that you are going to have a revival of unprecedented proportions, not only here, but in all of your locations. And I believe that you will not just have these four locations, but you will have one after another. In fact, I can easily see 12 locations all over England, and you're gonna have great outposts of the glory of God. Get ready, get ready, get ready, because God is gonna move in this church in Kingsgate by the power of the Holy Spirit. I see this church not only planting churches in Britain, but I see you planting churches across the world. How? I don't know. 
but God is increasing the voice of this house. Say aloud, amen. Did you notice that? A call to cities and nations, a call to plant into other cities in the UK and beyond. I believe that's part of our destiny together. We are called to go inside out to reach our neighborhoods. We're also called to reach further out as a church family. And we're in the preparation stage for that. I believe it's going to be such an important four years. But we're really planning and preparing for decades to come. And for those of you who this applies to, for next generations too. Amen. Great things are yet to come. And I I love that kind of word, and it's not the first time we've heard this, this word about revival. Maybe it's something about my seven years studying George Whitfield, the great 18th century revivalist. But I have something of a passion and a longing and faith that we are going to see an outpouring of God's Spirit again in our days, in our land, that's going to come into this nation and going to go overseas and affect other nations as been prophesied in Jesus' name. Amen. An outpouring of God's Spirit. But for that revival word to take, to take shape, we have a part to play, but we only have one part to play. And if we're interested in the global glory of God, as I trust we are, we don't just want to build <clears throat> what Kingsgate is doing, we want to serve beyond ourselves. And so the third thing that we want to focus on in our further out core over the next four years, is we also want to help equip other UK and European churches. We also want to help equip other UK and European churches. There's a number of ways we could do this, but I want to focus in on one thing specifically, and it's something that's one of the most exciting things we've been involved in for some time, and it's the opportunity we've had to host learning communities here at Kingsgate. I got approached from a couple of senior and very influential U.S. leaders, both independently within 24 hours, basically asking the same thing. Could we work together to help support and equip uh, the church in the U.K. and Europe go to the next level? And so out of that came this, this dream being fulfilled, which is the learning communities, which we host here at Kingsgate. And we've had the privilege of helping um, 50 of the largest and most influential churches, mainly in the UK, but also some in Europe. And we've had the title of these learning communities growing to the next level. We've had some incredible input from the US. We've had um, Pastor Craig Rochelle, pastor of the largest church in America, uh, inputting. We've had Chris Hodges, Church of the Highlands. We've got Robert Morris from Gateway Church coming in the autumn. He's also coming to Kingsgate on a Sunday. Praise God. And so we we just have some, and many, many others, people just across the U.S. saying, we want to help the church in the U.K. and in Europe grow. And we've been having the privilege of hosting and facilitating that. And I've got a number of people um, who just wanted, who've been, uh, some on the actual course on the communities, and one of our U.S. partners. Just want to say a thanks, so please watch this. I wanted to take a moment to let you know about the privilege of being involved with the European Learning Community. This past season, Live Church has really enjoyed learning and growing together with other like-minded leaders in Europe, around the globe. It's been a great process for us to come together and just build God's kingdom together. 
We have found great value in being a part of the European learning community hosted by Kingsgate. And what the learning community has done for us is it's helped us give us a sense of progression and momentum and focus. It's helped us not just to be a part of an organisational uh, exercise, but to really dig into what the Holy Spirit's saying to us. So I would say that the learning community has been invaluable and we really appreciate appreciate the fact that Kingsgate have hosted it because it's helping us to make a real difference here in Birmingham. Over the years my team and I have attended many uh, leadership conferences and workshops but none has helped us more than the learning community growing to the next level hosted by Kingsgate Church. Uh, the learning community is giving us the skills and the confidence to articulate our dreams for our church, for our city, for the nation of Wales and for the nations and is giving us the strategies to get there. We have developed a new prayer strategy based upon the model you use in Kingsgate, so thank you Karen for that. And we have taken bolder steps forward in God to advance his kingdom. We deeply appreciate the investment that Kingsgate and its partners are making in us as a church and want to say a massive thank you to all of you. We love being part of the learning community. Coming down every six months to Peterborough and being part of Kingsgate has been really, really helpful. We planted a church in Birmingham called St. Louis Gastreet about um, 18 months ago. And so these uh, times together have been instrumental in helping us think and plan, invest in the leadership, the strategy and the vision of everything that we're doing in Birmingham County. We've been able to, to dream and to think about areas of ministry like leadership development, um, pastoral issues, vision, articulating the vision. So it's been absolutely invaluable for us as a new church, uh, planning and looking forward. So thank you yeah. for hosting it. And thank you for facilitating this opportunity for us. We have so enjoyed partnering with you in these learning communities that have been impactful to the church, not only in England, but to many churches over in Europe as well. We're, we're excited, what a great facility you have, what great leadership uh, Pastor Dave and the team have provided, and your facility is absolutely phenomenal for the learning communities that have taken place. We've been able to practically impact churches all over England and beyond, and we're getting ready to do two more uh, that'll be really exciting as well, all because of you and your generosity, and we just wanna say thank you. Thank you for partnering with us and allowing us to partner with you in, in this great effort. The church in England and beyond is benefited because of your big heart. God bless you and thank you. Is that encouraging? What a privilege to be involved in helping others uh, break through and grow to the next level too. In fact, there's been such a sense of blessing on what the Lord is doing that we've had a number of other churches, both in uh, uh, England and overseas uh, in Europe, who actually want to come on board. They're saying, please, can we join? And so we're setting this up for another two years. We're going into 2018, 2019. Many of the existing churches are going to continue on and new churches are going to join too. So praise God. Isn't God good? What, what a wonderful privilege we have. So that's the, the third thing. We want to help equip these other influential UK and European churches. But God is not just the God of Europe. Amen. He's the God of the nations of the world. And so fourthly, I just want to 
mention the fourth thing we want to focus on in our further out call um, over the next four years is to continue to support our overseas missions partners. This is part of our long-term and current call to the nations. I know that for many years, some Kingsgate members individually have had a great heart for missions and have um, invested in all kinds of different ways. Um, we as a whole Kingsgate family have some partners, three, three primary partners, and we feel like we're very much just at the beginning of God's long-term call on our lives to um, help the nations. But let me just talk about our three main partners. The first is Belembu in Swaziland, and we're going to have a, another video piece just giving you an update on that. The second is a wonderful um, organization, international organization called Compassion. They're involved in helping individuals from across the world sponsor literally hundreds and thousands of children. Uh, many of you, like Karen and myself, have been involved in sponsoring children in our project um, in India. And uh, those of you all know, it's been a really tough year because um, uh, Compassion, which is a Christian charity, due to pressure from the Indian government, sadly are having to close their work in India. And that's left those of us who've been sponsoring children, praying for the protection of those children, and believing and trusting that the investment that has gone into their lives is not going to be wasted. Nothing's wasted when we, when we serve people in Jesus' name. But let's pray that the seeds that have been sown will be watered and will be a great harvest for the kingdom of God in future years in their lives. Amen. Let's just stand together. And let's please keep praying for that great nation of India. And also just to say we want to continue partner with Compassion, those of you involved in the India project are going to be given opportunity to sponsor children elsewhere. And if you're not sponsoring a child, um, you can do so after the service. That's Compassion. And then our third international partner is a more recent one. It's called Heart for Lebanon. Um, working with Tear Fund, Heart for Lebanon basically are um, helping to support Syrian families in refugee camps in the Lebanon. I'm sure you'd agree that what's happening in Syria and surrounding countries, particularly in Syria, is one of the greatest humanitarian disasters of our day. And we felt really on our hearts, um, you know, just we, we had to get involved in it. And I know that Simon Deeks and Ralph have already been out, and we've established a partnership with this great organization, Heart for Lebanon. Uh, we've committed to, ple to pledge an initial uh, £15,000 um, over three years, starting last year, to help with food distribution in the camps. And also, uh, just to say that we're doing something closer to home, we've got a great ministry uh, getting established, welcoming and helping Syrian refugees uh, into Peterborough and working through the care zone. But what I thought I'd like to show you is just a couple of things. Firstly, bit of a snapshot, an update on Belembu, and then a fantastic story of somebody's life changed through the ministry of Heart for Lebanon. Please watch this final clip. Hi, I'm Matt. Um, I'm Kingsgate Missions International Team Leader. I'm just here to talk to you about what Kingsgate are doing out in Africa and the country of Swaziland and a small town in that country called Belembu. Belembu is a small old mining town. It's now been taken over by a charity and it homes up to 400 orphans. 
The majority of these orphans come from poor background or neglected and some even have HIV. And without this charity, without this orphanage, it is undoubtedly that these children would be dead. Kingsgate have been going out to Swaziland now for a few years and we go out to do whatever we can for them, whether it's to rebuild the broken down buildings, whether it's to help renovate the schools, whatever they need, we go out and we help them. Swaziland is rife with poverty. There are thousands of children out there that are dying from HIV, um, from lack of food, from malnutrition. And surprisingly, one of the biggest ways in which children die is through drowning through the simple fact that nobody's taught them to swim. Kingsgate donated some money and we were able to go out as a team and renovate the swimming pool that was out there. It's now got chlorinated water, it's got pumps in it and the children receive swimming lessons. Um, this enables them to swim and it also limits the possibility of them drowning, which is brilliant. Bulembu really does need all the help that it can get um, and Kingsgate as a church are really helping to transform the lives of the orphans and the people out there. If you would like to know more, then there's the missions team out in the atrium and they'd be happy to answer any questions that you've got and also give you information on the forthcoming trip this November. بعدين سمعنا انه في ناس بدها تروح على لبنان انه طلعنا معهم. قعدنا بالكاف شي خمس ايام اكثر هيك شي ثلاثه يمكن. لا ما ما كنا نقدر نطلع لان الطياره فوقنا. كنت خاف من الحرب وهالمشكله عملت لي عقده بقلبي ما عاد احس بشيء انه اكره كل شيء. Yes, I love English and I would like to be a journalist. I want to write stories about people and about Jesus. I thank Jesus from all my heart and heart for living. Wow. So moving and what a great opportunity we have to play our part in helping these incredible ministries change lives all across the globe. And I just want to pause for a moment and say a massive thank you to everybody who in any way 
contributes into the life of Kingsgate. 2,000 years ago, the Apostle Paul wrote to a church that was partnering with him. And he, he says, I thank my God for you, for your, and this is the phrase, for your partnership in the gospel, for your partnership in the gospel. This week, I'm looking forward to uh, spending time celebrating with, praying together, and sharing with some of our amazing committed members and partners in our different Kingsgate uh, centers. And I just want to publicly say thank you for your investment in helping us together change so many lives. It really is a team effort. Every single one of us needs to play our part. If we are just at the beginning, imagine what God has for us not just in the next four years, although let's focus there, but in decades to come. If we can see what, we, what, what has happened in 28 years from where we started to where we are now, dream with me, church, what God could do. And God's got big dreams. God's got, got big plans because his heart is to reach every single person that he created, every single one that Jesus shed his blood for, and we have a part to play. Isn't it amazing? We have a part. So how can we get involved? Three ways. Number one, by going. Say going. Some of you in our different locations, God will call you either to go and strengthen existing Kingsgate Center or he's going to be speaking to you and stirring your hearts and preparing your hearts ready to help launch a future Kingsgate Center. More immediately... Some of you, God is going to call you to go literally to another nation, maybe on a short-term mission trip. Why not consider um, being part of the Belembu trip coming up this year by going? But I know that not every one of us certainly immediately will be able to go, but all of us can do these next two things. Secondly, how can we contribute by praying? Do you know we can all do that? We can all be involved in praying. One of the keys, if we're going to see breakthrough in our cities, if we're going to see um, more anointing to reach further beyond and multiply, if we're going to continue to help having grace to, you know, just think of the influence. I mean, as I do the learning committees, I look around at all these amazing leaders from these other churches and say, God, what could happen? <laughs> Through these gatherings, you see, our influence can go far wider. So will you please pray for the learning community? Will you please pray for the international missions work? As we know, there's a battle going on to see the gospel in the nation and into the nation. So let's pray. You do that? By, pray, by going, by praying, and thirdly, by giving. And we can all be involved in that. Your giving into Kingsgate is contributing directly to the changing of lives, both locally in our ongoing work in our centers, but also beyond into other centers and into the nation and the nations. What an investment. As we've seen all this, this didn't just happen for no reason. It happened because we were able to do stuff together because we were able to give together, because we have a missions fund, because we have resources, because we have staff, because we have a building. We can do so much through your giving, through your ongoing tithe giving, through your giving and offerings. Others of you may be prompted to give directly by sponsoring a compassion child by giving. And the promise is that as we give, 
many more lives will be transformed. You, I'm sure you know by now, but let me just make absolutely clear. Two weeks' time, say two weeks' time, is our special giving day, and it's going to be fantastic. Opportunity for us to come, and we often say we don't like to spring this as a surprise. We believe in prepared, having sought God giving, so we're doing it with joy, and we're doing it with faith. Um, And I would just encourage you, use this next two weeks, if you haven't done already, to prepare your hearts. Seek God together. If you're a couple, pray together and ask God, what would he have you give? Either ongoing, regular, above uh, giving, or into the special offering and all all that we can do as a result. Why can we give with joy? Number one, because we know many more lives are going to be transformed. But there's a second reason why we can give with joy, and it's this closing his letter to the Philippians, talking about their partnership and particularly about their giving, Paul says to the Philippians who'd given gifts, he says that your gifts will be like a sweet, I love this, sweet-smelling sacrifice, filling the air with fragrance, pleasing God no end. I tell you, one of the personal missions of my life, I want to please God no end. And one of the ways we can please God no end is with by our generous giving. And then there's a promise. You see, if we're dedicated to his cause, to his gospel, to transforming lives, and our money goes to make that investment, and in our giving we give God glory and we please him, there's also a promise we get, and it's this, verse 19. This is the promise. And my God will meet all your needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. And then I love this. We don't often quote the end here. To our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. In other words, there's a promise. If we will invest beyond ourselves, if we'll live beyond ourselves, if we'll give beyond ourselves, lives get transformed. God gets pleased and we get resupplied abundantly. We get resupplied. Our God, with whom there is no lack or shortage, has a way of getting resource back to us so that we can continue to live generous lives. And he gets all the glory and will do forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Let's pray together. Father, thanks for the privilege of seeing lives transformed. Thank you for all the lives that We've seen impacted by the power of your love in our neighborhoods, but increasingly, Lord, across different cities, being able to help others and being able to directly partner with amazing organizations on the front line in world mission. We just want to say, Lord, it's all of your grace and all the glory goes to you. In Jesus' name, amen.